Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. Engage the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome to Fireside Chat with Dr. June Knight. Today we are talking about bringing, let me try to zoom that out, there we go, uh, bringing idols into the camp. Uh, today we are repenting the 40-day prayer team. We are repenting about bringing in false idols and new age into uh, the church house and into our own lives. So today let's open the Bible up to Joshua chapter 7. And let me get my little, here we go, the audio Bible going. This is the um, Holy Bible, the U version. Alright, let's go to Joshua. I like having it read to me as I read the written word. I encourage you, Bribe, uh, to stick to the written word uh, because... They're going to try to take it from us, and we need to treasure it while we have it, okay? All right, let's start off in verse 1. Let me get my little ink pen here. Joshua 7. But the children of Israel committed a trespass in the accursed thing. For Achan, the son of Carmi, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took of the accursed thing. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. Okay, let's pause there a minute. Remember, Bride, that 
I was explaining yesterday in the Bible study that in the Old Testament we are learning who is God. We are learning God's character. We are learning uh, what makes God tick. What is God's heart? Remember that God is God the Father. Okay? So when we see here in the Word, in Joshua chapter 7, that the children of Israel committed a trespass in the accursed thing. Meaning that the children of Israel broke God's heart. And we're learning today, what do we mean by breaking God's heart? This is why, bribe, we must study the Old Testament. Because the Old Testament will teach us about God. It teaches us about His heart. It teaches us basic principles about what makes God tick. So we know right here that this makes God mad what happened right here. And it says, They took of the accursed thing, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. We don't want God angry, so let's keep going. We're moving into verse 2. Jericho to Ai, which is beside beth on the east side of Bethel, and spake unto them, saying, Go up and view the country. And the men went up and viewed Ai. And they returned to Joshua and said unto him, Let not all the people go up, but let about two or three thousand men go up and smite Ai. And make not all the people to labor thither, for they are but few. So they went up thither, of the people about three thousand men, and they fled before the men of Ai. And the men of Ai smote of them about thirty and six men, for they chased them from before the gate even unto Shebarim, and smote them in the going down, wherefore the hearts of the people melted and became as water. In other words, they were scared. His clothes, and fell to the earth upon his face before the ark of the Lord until the eventide, he and the elders of Israel, and put dust upon their heads. And they repeated. Alas, O Lord God, wherefore hast thou at all brought this people over Jordan to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us? Would to God we had been content and dwelt on the other side Jordan. O Lord, what shall I say when Israel turneth their backs before their enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land shall hear of it and shall environ us round and cut off our name from the earth. And what wilt thou do unto thy great name? And the Lord said unto Joshua, Okay, now pause. What just happened right here, bride? Joshua was pleading before the Lord on behalf of the children of Israel. And he says, O Lord, what shall I say when Israel turns their backs before their enemies? And he's pleading to God about it. And now we are about to hear God's response. And God's response is pivotal. Okay? This is very important that we understand this, bride. Okay, so here we go. Wherefore liest thou thus upon thy face? Israel hath sinned, and they have also transgressed my covenant which I commanded them. For they have even taken of the accursed thing, and have also stolen, and assembled also, and they have put it even among their own stuff. Alright, let's pause there. God, remember yesterday when we were studying about Moses, and how God told Moses exactly what the people did. The exact transgression that those people did. Look what God is telling Joshua. The same thing. Does God even have to do that? He is the great I am. He's the Alpha and Omega. No. God does not have to tell us what we did. That is God's business. You see what I mean? 
But God is telling Joshua because he wants Joshua to understand his heart. Let's keep going. Therefore the children of Israel could not stand before their enemies, but turned their backs before their enemies, because they were accursed. Neither will I be with you any more, except ye destroy the accursed from among you. Alright. Key. Pivotal. What did God say right here? Your people have built up idols, Joshua. I cannot be a part of you anymore because you have these idols in your camp. Now, church, you tell me, why would God change from the Old Testament to the New Testament? Did Jesus come so that we can sin so greatly? Did Jesus come so we could turn around and bring idols back in the camp? No. Jesus came to fulfill the law. So when God says right here that those idols have brought a stench into his nostrils, that he is not happy that they did this, the children of Israel, God is no different today. And so he sat here and told Joshua, this is how the children of Israel have transgressed against me, and because they now have these idols in the camp, I can no longer be there. So you tell me, bride, how these churches, how people can bring idols in and expect the presence of God to be there. It goes against the very fabric of who God is. God is holy. He is holy, church. He is not going to do that. He is not going to be in all that mess. He will leave. The Holy Spirit, first of all, is a gentleman. And the Holy Spirit will not be where there's idols in the camp. Let's keep reading. Sanctify the people and say, Sanctify yourselves against tomorrow. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, There is an accursed thing in the midst of thee, Come on. Israel. Thou canst not stand before thine enemies until ye take away the accursed thing from among you. All right, what is God saying? Get the sin out of the camp. Get it out. That is what we're doing today, bride. We are repenting on behalf of them bringing idols in the camp. Now, we cannot control these churches or these people that are doing this, but we can repent to God for it and take care of it in our own house. And that's what we're doing today. In the morning, therefore, ye shall be brought according to your tribes. And it shall be that the tribe which the Lord taketh shall come according to the families thereof. And the family which the Lord shall take shall come by households. And the household which the Lord shall take shall come man by man. And it shall be that he that is taken with the accursed thing shall be burnt with fire, he and all that he hath, because he hath transgressed the covenant of the Lord. Now, isn't that something, bride? Have y'all caught on to this, how God does when he brings judgment? Not only does God judge the actual person that has transgressed against him, but he judges the whole entire household. That is what God said right here. In the morning, therefore, you shall be brought according to your tribes, and it shall be that the tribe which the Lord taketh shall come according to the families thereof and the family which the lord shall take shall come by households and the household which the lord shall uh, take shall come by man by man 
And it shall be that he that is taken with the accursed thing shall be burnt with fire. He and all that he has. Isn't that sad? But this means everything this person owned is going to be cursed because of what he touched. Come on now, we said touch not the unclean thing. Because he has transgressed the covenant of the Lord and because he has wrought folly in Israel. Bright. When we do these things, there is a price to pay. It does affect the kingdom as a whole. When you bring these idols in the kingdom, that's why we've got to get these idols out of the camp. We've got to be real with God, which Joshua was right here. We've got to be real with him, and we have got to confess what we've done and get these idols out of the camp. Let's keep going. And because he hath wrought folly in Israel... So Joshua rose up early in the morning. We're in verse 16 now. Israel by their tribes, and the tribe of Judah was taken. And he brought the family of Judah, and he took the family of the Zarhites, and he brought the family of the Zarhites man by man, and Zabdi was taken. And he brought his household man by man, and Achan, the son of Carmi, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah was taken. And Joshua said unto Achan, My son, give, I pray thee, Alright, check this out, Bride. This is the saddest part of this story. So sad. My son. This is Joshua's son. If I'm interpreting this right, this is his own flesh and blood that transgressed God. And I want you to look at what happens to this family. And this is so sad, Bride, because listen. Not only did his own family bring the idols into the camp, but now he knows what God has said is going to happen to this person that brought these idols into the children of Israel. And I want you to consider Eli, bride. Consider Eli with his sons. He knew those sons were transgressing against Israel. They were having sex, come on, with Israelites. I mean, how much more unholy can you get? And Eli turned his back on their sin because he loved his children more than he did God. Your children can be an idol as well as any other possession, okay? God says, you have to love me more than your children, you have to love me more than your spouse. You have to love me more than any possession on earth. You know why? Because people will love their children all the way to hell. You cannot do it. You bring these people into the earth. You raise them the way they're supposed to be raised, but they are held accountable to God himself for their own life. And you cannot control what they do. You pray for them as a parent, but you let them go because they are God's. And their life is held accountable to God. This is so sad for Joshua because he knows what is about to come to his son. And I want you to consider that when this judgment comes down the pike. And what would you do as a mama? What would you do as a father? When you knew that your son is about to go through the judgment that God has already proclaimed. So let's listen to this. Glory to the Lord God of Israel. And make confession unto him. 
and tell me now what thou hast done. Hide it not from me. Okay, so what's he doing? He's saying, my son, give, I pray thee, glory to the Lord God of Israel, and make confession unto him, and tell me now what you have done. Hide it not from me, son. Isn't that sad? Let's keep going. And Achan answered Joshua and said, Indeed, I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel, and thus and thus have I done. Okay, he is real with God right here. He is being honest. Indeed, I have sinned. And this is what I have done. And we're about to hear what he did. When I saw among the spoils a goodly Babylonish garment and 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold of 50 shekels weight, then I coveted them and took them. And behold, they are hidden in the earth in the midst of my tent and the silver under it. All right, Brian. I want you to look right there. He got honest with God. He said, I wanted that. I coveted it. I wanted it. I took it and buried it. That's how bad I wanted it. Let's keep going. So Joshua sent messengers, and they ran into the tent, and behold, it was hid in his tent, and the silver under it. And Sad. they took them out of the midst of the tent, and brought them unto Joshua, and unto all the children of Israel, and laid them out before the Lord. Okay, let's notice right here. What just happened, Bribe? They exposed the devil. They exposed the sin before all the children of Israel. What? What do you mean? That's exactly what I mean. They knew God's word. They knew how God felt about that idol. They knew God's judgment would come from the idol being in the camp. Okay, and then what did they do? They brought the sin, the idols of the children, what they had done and how they had transgressed against the children of Israel. They brought it out to the camp and they laid it right out there in front of everybody. That is exposing because we're tired of the idols being in the camp. That is what happened right here. It's in the word of God. Let me read it to you again in case you did not understand what I just said. Joshua sent messengers and they ran into the tent and behold, it was hid in his tent and the silver under it. And they took them out of the midst of the tent and Joshua brought them in. I mean, and brought them unto Joshua and unto all the children of Israel, and laid them out before the Lord. How sad is that? They brought it out there. They exposed it. They laid it out before God and everybody. Because this has been exposed. We're dealing with it. And now we're about to address it. So let's see what happens here. And first of all, before we go any further, Brian, as a parent... Can you imagine how Joshua feels right now? Not only is he grieving that it's his son that did this, humiliated that his own family member would harm all of the people of Israel, but he is grieving over what is about to happen to his son. I want you to consider the ramifications of these idols. 
what they have done and the price they're about to pay. Let's see what happens here. And Joshua and all Israel with him took Achan, the son of Zerah, and the silver and the garment and the wedge of gold and his sons and his daughters and his oxen and his asses and his sheep and his tent and all that he had. And they brought them unto the valley of Achor. Okay, maybe it wasn't Joshua's son because it says Achan, the son of Zerah, and the silver and the garment and the wedge of gold and his sons. Now, picture this, bride. All the people having to do with this man. This man that brought the idols into the camp. They took everything that man touched. Come on now. What does the Bible say? Touch not the unclean thing. We do not want to participate in that idol. We don't want to touch that idol. We don't want to tickle that idol. We don't want to play with that idol. We don't want to entertain that idol. We don't want anything to do with it. So what he had to do is he brought Achan, the son of Zerah, and the silver, and the garment, and the wedge of gold, and his sons, this man's children, and his daughters, and his oxen, and his asses, and his sheep, and his tent, and all that he had. And they brought them in unto the valley of Achor. Now you ask, bride, why would God destroy everything that man touched? Basically, that's what this is. He's destroying his family. He's destroying all of his cattle, his tent, which means his house, his dwelling, and everything that he touched. Why is that? Because it became tainted. Remember, I told you yesterday, God does not like mixture. He does not want mixture of the altars. He is holy, and he has expectations. Let's see what happened here. This is such a sad story. And Joshua said, Why hast thou troubled us? The Lord shall trouble thee this day. And all Israel stoned him with stones, and burned them with fire, after they had stoned them with stones. Isn't that sad, Brian? And Joshua asked him before this man died, why have you troubled all of us? What you did affected the whole camp. Remember, bride, that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. You think what we are doing in one place is not affecting the bride as a whole? It does. We must come together in unity and kick the idols out of the house. Out of the true bride. We cannot control the false bride who wants to go down that route. But we can control the true bride and say, Nope, we are not going to participate in the idols. We are not going to touch the unclean thing because we know God's heart. God's heart is right here. What did God tell Joshua? I cannot have anything to do with you because you have these idols in your camp. So Joshua wants to have a relationship more than he wants to have friendship. Than he wants to bring in these idols. So he ended up asking this guy, why have you troubled us? And the Lord shall trouble you this day. And all of Israel stoned him with stones and burned them with fire. 
after they had stoned them with stones. You think, oh, that is so cruel. I can't believe God would have people stone people and burn people. Well, God has rules. God is holy. God is just. God told them to begin with not to have sin in the camp. Not to take the unclean thing. Not to touch the unclean thing. And when you do, there is a price to pay. And see, these ministers that are teaching people right now, this greasy grace that you can do what you want to do and there is no consequences, they must not know God. Come on now. God's character is holy. And when they do that, they are hurting the church because these people will end up going off into sin and bringing idols in the camp and then it hurts all of us. See what I mean? Okay, now we are on verse 26. We're almost finished, bride, so let's hear, let's finish this out. They raised over him a great heap of stones unto this day. So the Lord turned from the fierceness of his anger, wherefore the name of that place was called the Valley of Accor, unto this day. All right, there you go, bride. There you have it. So the Lord turned from the fierceness of his anger I submit to you today bride about our country the United States of America the transgressions that we have done in our nation I don't know why people think that we are not held accountable to God for it I don't know what kind of gospel that is that's teaching that because it is not true I can imagine or really I can't but Knowing God's character, we know that God is not pleased with our nation with what we have done. This 40-day prayer team, we are addressing these idols. We are bringing them before a holy God. And yes, we are the nobodies. Yes, we are people nobody knows. But God knows us. We are like the children of Israel. And we are getting real with God and addressing these idols. We cannot control what churches do when they bring these idols in, but we can control ourselves and repent on behalf of the United States of America and these churches, these churches that have brought these idols in and just ask God to forgive us. Our hopes is that His wrath will not be great, that He will have compassion upon our country. And that he will grant, grant us like a stay of execution for a while. So we can repent. So that we can uh, fulfill our missions and go out there and get the great harvest. That's the goal of this whole thing. We know judgment's coming. Why? Bride, nothing supersedes this word. Okay? So if you go all the way back here to the end. To the book of Revelation. It tells you what is going to happen. We are in this hour. The book of Revelation is here. Okay? This is going to happen. And these people out there teaching that judgment is not coming to America, they are false. Because God's character says otherwise. The word of God says otherwise. And we're going to stick by the word of God. Okay? So... We are just asking God, forgive us 
and give us a little more time, Lord, so that we can go out there and win souls and bring people into the kingdom before the judgment comes, before the Antichrist comes, and before time it before it's too late, basically. Okay? So let's close out with a word of prayer. And we ask you, Bride, if you would partner with our prayer team today when they are praying against the New Age and the other idols, the occult that we have brought in the churches, we are going to repent for that today and ask God to forgive us. Lord, we just come to you this beautiful, cold morning, Lord. And first of all, talking about being cold, Lord, we pray for people across the nation that are really cold this morning, that maybe they're homeless and they don't have anywhere to go. Lord, we pray that the church would open up her bowels to the homeless, that they would begin to love their neighbors and bring people in their homes, and that we would help one another and not be selfish, Lord. Help us to honor uh, our country and to take care of her and to take care of the people within the country. Lord, first of all, it is not the government's responsibility to take care of the people. It's the churches. And so we repent to you just right now because we have depended upon the government, the beast, instead of depending on the churches which are supposed to take care of communities, Lord. So help us today, Lord, while many people are cold, keep them warm today, Lord. And Lord, we pray about this situation of the idols. Lord, we read in Joshua where we saw your heart, Lord, where you cannot be around sin. And you want you gave us these rules because you want us to live free. You want us to uh, walk where we can truly enjoy you and have this relationship with you without having inhibitors and having things come in between us. That's why we honor the Ten Commandments. That's why we do that, because we want to be free to worship you, Lord. So we pray that our nation, that the Christians in our nation would rise up and say, we are done with bringing idols in the camp. We are just done with it, and we are putting our foot down, and we are going to uh, honor you, Lord, above our any other person, place, or thing. And we are going to bring the idols before you and just repent about it. And just say, yes, Lord, we see this. What we have done, we're exposing this. We're not going to hide it under a bushel. We're not going to lie about it. Uh, we're just going to admit it. And we're going to stand before you with an open heart, with open arms, and uh, just tell the truth. You already know it. You already know these things. You just want us to get real about it and to be honest to you about it. And that's what we're doing today. So help us, Lord, to get the idols out of the camp in our country. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Bride, well, our team is about to start prayer in 30 minutes. So if you would please pray for us, we would appreciate it. God bless you. That was a good Bible study this morning. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. 
Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.